This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. Libby returns on Monday. She is taking a staycation, unlike Rod Phillips. Sorry, couldn't resist. If you've been listening to the news over the past day, then you know that Rod Phillips, Ontario's finance minister, and his wife left the country before the province-wide lockdown for a personal trip to St. Bart's. When the news broke yesterday, Phillips issued a statement offering an apology and saying he made a mistake. Premier Doug Ford also released a statement expressing that he is extremely disappointed in the minister, especially as Ontarians are being asked to stay home under lockdown amid the second COVID-19 wave. Premier Ford went on to say, quote, I've also told the minister I need him back in the country immediately. Is this enough of a reprimand or should Rod Phillips have known better? Or is it possible the premier knew his finance minister was out of the country? 416-360-0740, toll free one 866-744-740. Joining us to discuss, NDP MPP Sandy Shaw, who is the critic for the Finance and Treasury Board, Patrick Gossage, Liberal Strategist and Chairman of Media Profile, and John McAtitian, Conservative Activist, Political Consultant, and President of Bradgate Research Group. Welcome, panel. Thank you. Happy to be here. Sandy hey, Shaw, you, your reaction first. Well, my reaction is, like all Ontarians, this is a jaw-dropping thing for the Minister of Finance to do. And, you know, let's put it into context of what you were just having on your segment. There is a humanitarian crisis in long-term care right now. This is the Minister of Finance that was sitting on $12 billion as of September 30th, didn't choose to spend this money to keep people safe. And in the middle of this, well, he's decided that um, he's going to, you know, jet off to an exclusive island and leave um, leave this crisis behind for the rest of the caucus to uh, take care of is what is so shocking to people. It's not so much the trip or the vacation, that in itself is a problem, but it's the complete um, sense of, of betrayal that he did this. Uh, not only did he do it, but then there was, seems to be some kind of premeditated cover-up on social media. And as you mentioned exactly, Jane, the question still stands. I mean, if Ford is telling the truth, that he didn't know where his finance minister was, um, you know, that, that he hid it, then, then either the minister has hidden it from the premier, and that level of deceit is unbelievable, mm-hmm. or the premier himself didn't know where his number two finance guy was in the middle of this uh, pandemic that is uh, costing so much uh, for all of us in the province. Sandy, was this the first you heard of it yesterday, or was there some buzz about this before? You know, it's the first that I had heard of it uh, when it, it when the, when the story broke, and um, you know, I, I did see on social media that there were some people saying that he went to Saint Lucia. I mean, you know, I m- my job is not you know is not to weigh in on 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 sort of rumors per se, mm-hmm. but when it was confirmed, um, my outrage is the same as every person in the province of Ontario. We're all working so hard. You know, we keep hearing the this minister and Doug Ford saying we're all in this together. Um, you know, we are all in this together, but where are you, Minister Phillips? 
you know, where were you? And, um, you know, I know what I did Christmas Eve. I know what everyone else did on Christmas Eve. But the question still stands, you know, what did Rod Phillips do on Christmas Eve? And what was he thinking? What was in his head that he thought that this was an acceptable thing for him to do and leave uh, Ontario behind in such a mess? Um, and, you know, we are saying that he needs to be removed from his, his position as the Minister of Finance because, really, he has really lost the, the trust of the province of Ontario with not only his poor judgment to fly, you know, fly off to some exclusive island, but, but his, his seemingly attempts to cover it up. You cannot um, regain that kind of trust once it's broken, and he is the minister in charge of the money in the province of Ontario, which should be spent addressing, and uh, you know, the COVID-19, uh, you know, crisis that we're facing. And so, you know, we are going to have to question his his judgment and his level of uh, transparency with the province of Ontario going forward. Patrick Gossage, uh, what's happened here? Well, you know, I, I'm glad uh, that, uh, you, that my fellow guest brought up the word trust because the fact of the matter is, is people will do things that the government tells them to do if they trust that government. I think everybody would agree on that. If you don't trust the government, you don't trust that they're asking you to do something that really is going to help, you know, this health situation, uh, then, you know, you're more likely to say, oh, to heck with it. And I'm, I'm afraid that, that Ford and his people and this latest situation with Rod has, is breaking that trust and it's making it, it's making, it's going to make it easier for people to say, oh, to hell with it. The government doesn't know what they're doing. They're bloody, Finance minister flies off and asks us in a pre-recorded tape that I watched this morning. It really made me put the hair on my back rose when I saw him talking about the sacrifices people are making. And then this pre-recorded tape that played Christmas Eve for his, uh, you know, constituents. I mean, I think, I think the Ford government has got a long way to go to rebuild the trust in it that is so important for us to get over this this virus. That's my feeling. Now, John, John McIntyre, you speak for the Conservatives, but uh, do, do you feel yourself in a position to defend Rod Phillips? Like, what's the big deal? I was still doing all my work on Zoom and on my computer all the time, so the work was being done. Does it matter where I was? Yeah, I, and, and this is where we get into the game of politics, right? So to be clear, I don't speak for the Conservatives. I just happen to be one. And while uh, many things uh, Sandy said, who I think is a great person, was hyperbole, uh, the thing that I think that she said that was most bang on was all Ontarians uh, jaw dropped and are shocked. I don't think it matters what your political stripe is. I think everybody is gobsmacked. Uh, The reality is that um, probably... Uh, the single biggest conversation this Christmas was whether or not in every home you are going to uh, not see anybody, lie about seeing anybody, or whether or not which rules you were going to choose to follow to do your rationalization or maybe just reject them all. So Patrick's right. Uh, government is about trust more than anything. And, you know, Sandy's the finance critic. So to be fair, she doesn't agree with anything the government says or the finance minister. But sadly, um, she's ringing a bell today that she didn't ring. It was the finance minister. Uh, he is one of the smartest, ablest, most experienced members of the government. And for him to have the poor judgment to 
get on a plane, which, again, we thank our liberal government for allowing the planes to self-fly because they shouldn't be, uh, and get on a plane and leave for how long? He's been gone for like three weeks already. When was he planning on coming back? I'm not even sure if anybody's dug that one up yet. So his actions completely show bad judgment. And the problem is, if you're the top guy in the government making financial decisions, and everybody pretty much, I think, will agree that he showed terrible judgment in this situation. How do you then have the trust on any other decision? Let's see what our listeners are thinking about this and the numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Rod Phillips and his personal trip outside the country. Your thoughts. Let's go to Cheryl in Arden, Ontario. Go ahead, Cheryl. Hello, thank you for taking my call. I'd rather talk about long-term care, but let's go to Mr. Phillips. As far as I'm concerned, he needs to be fired, and he needs to be fired now. He tried to cover up and make us think that he was in the country when he was outside of the country. And maybe he makes an excuse about, oh, we didn't know about the lockdown on, on, on Boxing Day, how could you not know it was coming? Were you not looking at the numbers? Don't you care? I think he doesn't care. I think this government doesn't care. I think that they make a rule that doesn't apply to them. All right, Cheryl, thanks for your call. Let's go to Bill in Toronto. Bill, your thoughts on Rod Phillips? Well, that one hurt my head a bit. <laughs> but uh, when your commentator said trust, and that's absolutely what's going on here. I have no trust in government. I have even less trust in mainstream media. But the point is, if you want to march Phillips out there, and he's the best and brightest that we've got for being a hypocrite, you better open the damn door and march the whole lot of them, from Ottawa, from Patty Haydu, to Justin Trudeau, to Doug Ford. Just That's what they are. They're hypocrites, and I don't listen to them. I don't respect any of them anymore. Bill, thank you. Let's go to Kathy in Mississauga. Kathy, what do you think about Rod Phillips and his out-of-country vacation? Kathy, go ahead. You're on the air. Oh, I guess Kathy got a little bit shy there (laughs) to speak on the radio. Uh, Let's go back to Sandy Shaw. Um, You know, you mentioned and we're we're all musing about whether the premier knew or not about whether Rod Phillips was out of the country. Well, a fairly notable former municipal leader, uh, David Miller, former mayor of Toronto, he said there is no way that a premier would not know that their finance minister was out of the country or in the country. Sandy, what do you think about that? Well, either he didn't know uh, because Minister Phillips hid it from him, or Ford did know, and now he's not telling us the truth. Because, you know, Cheryl said it perfectly. Like, how would you not know that there was going to be a lockdown? So how does the top finance guy, the top money guy, the second in command, not anticipate, know that there's going to be a lockdown, a full-scale lockdown? Um, you know, on Boxing Day in the province of Ontario that will also impact the finances of the province of Ontario. Think about all the small businesses now that are losing revenue. Think about, you know, people that are losing their jobs. This is a minister that should be at his desk ensuring that the COVID-19 response will help save people in long-term care, will keep people safe. So was he not at the cabinet table over these last three weeks? 
Was he in St. Bart's uh, pretending that he was in Ontario? I mean, there's so many unanswered questions. And while we are really roasting uh, Rod Phillips, which is completely um, earned, if you ask me, we also need some accountability from Premier Ford. I mean, what really did he know? And saying that he's extremely disappointed with his finance minister is not good enough. We need an accounting of how this government functions, who's calling the shots, and how is in heaven's name, is it possible that the finance minister was out of the country and the premier didn't know? Right. I you mean, know, think, it begs credibility. Let's think about it from all of our individual perspectives. Uh, never mind the pandemic, but can you imagine not telling your boss where you're going on vacation or where you will be during a period of time? I mean, it's it's unthinkable for all of us uh, who aren't even in public office. You would you would be upfront about that, uh, Patrick. It just seems, it just seems, to, uh, beyond deceitful that Rod Phillips hadn't told the premier where he was going. Oh yeah, and I mean, I mean, you know, I've been in government as you know, and I mean, we knew where ministers were all the time, and in the PMO, and and I mean. His, his office would know where all the ministers were because they have to be reached, for God's sakes. Because, you know, emergencies happen and you have to know where people are. And the fact is, he claims that he was doing cabinet committees. So he was on Zoom. So if he was Zooming with people in, in uh, Queen's Park, they would know that he wasn't in, for God's sakes, they'd know he wasn't in, in Ajax or wherever he lives. I mean, they know by the what's the background for heaven's sakes. I mean, it's ridiculous to think it wasn't known in in the cabinet in the cabinet committees and the other the other uh, the other meetings that he claims to have had that they wouldn't know that he was you know offshore. I mean, it's ridiculous. So, John, I'm I'm sure you feel the same way. Well, y- yes and no, but I, I think here's where my two friends are twerking a little bit for for little political perspective. Uh, the reality is, as we've all learned, you can be anywhere in the world and having a face-to-face via Zoom conversation. You can educate an entire school system online. Uh, and before that, there was a thing, even in Patrick's day in government, the way back then, the reality was you had a phone. Uh, and, you know, and Patrick, sadly, and me, uh, we, well, not sadly, I was going to say gratefully, we predate the era of cell phones. Yeah, join the club. <laughs> but, you know, can I just say, I have to stop you there, John, but that is true. Technology is there, but we don't expect people to lie about it. We don't expect people to use the uh, social well, that's, media to dupe us, which is what this minister topic. has done. Jim in Pickering, go ahead. Hi, Jane. Uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. You know, uh, I'm 74, I'm retired, and I think it's important that I remain part of the political process and I've discovered that in order to do that, I have to lower my expectations. And it's unfortunate. On the way the regular flu vaccine was uh, administered, which I, I got mine, but the way it was administered, the way the COVID vaccine, and the way the finance, like, for example, the CERB. So, you know what, as far as Rod Phillips... I don't think we need to worry too much. We may not need to worry too much about a finance minister. When this is all said and done, we might not have finances to administer. All right, let's go to Barry in North York. Barry, go ahead. You're on Zoomer Radio. Hi, Jane. I hope you had a good Christmas holiday. Thank you. Very nice. And quiet. Thank you. (laughs) You're nice. Uh, Relaxing. Um, I just wanted to say this. It appears to me that the Premier does not care too much about what his MPPs do 
regarding this virus, because first there was the guy around Niagara Falls. Yeah, Sam Osterhoff. Yep. Yeah, him, yes. And uh, then there's this guy. And then I was talking to a friend of mine in Ottawa a couple, yesterday, and she said that there's a man there um, around the Ottawa um, uh, area, and the stand town there represents the town MPP that not only didn't wear masks with a big party of 15 or 20 people, but he made it clear that it's a hoax and I'm not going to wear yeah. a mask and it's ridiculous. That is Randy Hillier. Yes, you're right. Let's go to Pete in Toronto. Go ahead, Pete. Thanks for taking my call. I just can't believe um, that Doug Ford did not know. I believe what Ford is really trying to tell Ontarians is that I'm going to pretend I did not know. I mean, with the attention this government is getting uh, literally every day uh, through the media, I find it incredibly uh, difficult, Jane, to believe that uh, the premier didn't know. And the question really becomes, what's the cover up? And number two, where's the accountability of these ministers? Right. Okay. Um, let, let's uh, get final comments now from our panel of guests. And, and the more we talk about this, Sandy Shaw, the more it feels like the buck should stop with the premier as opposed to the finance minister, if in fact the premier let the finance minister go out of the country. Well, it really isn't believable that the premier didn't know that the finance minister was out of the country. And you know that you set the tone at the top by, you know, by example. And, you know, I just want to say that this makes me feel uh, incredibly sad. I mean, that's just how I feel today is sad. And when I think about all the my constituents in Hamilton who have done everything to sacrifice, to follow the rules, um, and then they see, you know, a, a minister, a high-flying minister, uh, ignoring all of this advice, it makes me feel uh, uh, sad for uh, people with families in long-term care. And I also fear that people will just, um, you know, give up. This is not the kind of uh, leadership we need. We need someone to inspire us, to show, you know, you know, it's a Churchillian moment. Let's just say that. We need to see ministers saying, you know, we are all in this together, and we can show you that by our behavior. And so I hate, I, I just feel so, so... um sad for, the, you know, people that have done everything they can. They spent Christmas alone. I just have to share with you, my, my mom spent Christmas alone because my dad just passed, and it was the first year she was alone, and we weren't able to go see her. I mean, that's the kind of sadness that we are facing all across um, Ontario. Yeah, and I'm... here we have this minister that just thumbs his nose at all of us and flies off to some exclusive island. It makes people angry and upset, and I can't blame them, and I just hope that the premier does something, sets an example, to to tell Ontario that this matters and that this this won't go unaddressed. I'm so sorry for your loss, oh, Sandy. You. I wish Thanks, I Sandy. wish I had more time. Patrick okay. Gossage, just a, a few seconds to you. Um, well, I think uh, you know when you think of Bill Morneau, who made ethic had ethical lapses, and he decided that you know the heat was on, and he resigned. And I I have a funny feeling that Rod Phillips, he's a very mature guy. He's been around forever, and I think he made put his finger to the wind and say, you know what? I've screwed this up so badly, I'm going to have to go. And that may be the end of this. And, you know, it would be a good sign, too, I think. Uh, and I agree with Sandy. I mean, there are a lot of people that are unmotivated to do what to do what they're supposed to do because of this kind of behavior. Right. John McIntyre, I'm over time, but I want to give you the last word. I uh, just wanted to say uh, the reality is I, I agree with Patrick. I think Rod will do the right thing. Uh, I don't believe the premier is lying, uh, it, but it does say something about his office. And the reality okay. is uh, 
uh, Sandy's not alone. I lost my dad in the spring. That's right, Jim. And uh, look, he was spent the last 10 days in hospital when nobody in the family could go see him. So we've all made major sacrifices due to the COVID rules. So this, this, this was an affront to every single person mm-hmm. that has sacrificed. Yeah. So I, I think the right thing will happen and uh, Patrick will be proven right. John, I'm, I'm sorry for your loss as well. It just, it just shows you in our panel, small panel, how much COVID is affecting everyone and how the rules, as we all adhere to them, as difficult as they are, we are adhering to them, the vast majority of us. I thank you all for your time. Thanks, Jane. Okay. Thank you, thank Jane. You. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.